one of the responsibilities that I take really seriously is like the empowering of others, the sharing with others. Like you can do it your way. And if you work hard and you're a good person and you tell the truth and you're not a piece of shit, you can literally get anywhere that you want to get in life. All right, welcome to Dope Conversations with Dave Carroll and friends. And Dave, I wanted to kind of lead this because I feel like it's awkward every time we've had a host just go in and be like, here's my biography. Listen <laughs> my to me. Story. Yeah, like I, it's just freaking awkward. So yeah. my name is Rich. We got Dave Carroll here and we are at Dope Marketing, which he's going to tell us about. But first, where in the world are we? We are in the beautiful Twin Cities, Minneapolis, Minnesota. It is, what is it? We're wrapping up summer. Yeah. One of the most beautiful times it is. in the Twin Cities. It's 70 something, man. And I'm like, I'm glad I'm here before it gets ridiculous. <laughs> I don't think anyone argues with the winners in Minnesota not being anyone's favorite thing. So why are we in Minnesota? Is this where you guys are from originally? Yeah, born and raised. So uh, born and raised in St. Paul, a neighborhood called Highland Park. My wife also from St. Paul yeah. over on the east side. Mm -hmm. um, so as we started growing our family, yeah. growing some of our businesses, We've always looked at like, you know, is there a life where we can, so we have, we have five kids. Mm -hmm. Is there a life where we Dang. can do the remote, the tutoring, like some of that type of stuff. But yeah. right now, my wife's mother is a younger grandparent. Nice. Very important that just the family ties, especially with a family our yeah. size, just kind of staying with the, need help, man. the roots planted at home. I call them lifelines. Like you need lifelines all yeah, around, man. especially I got if you everywhere. got five kiddos. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, but we're in Minnesota and we're at Dope Marketing. Yep. All right. Tell us real quick what Dope Marketing is all about and how you came up with it. So Dope Marketing makes print and direct mail simple. Dope stands for, I didn't even know this when I first started the company, <laughs> but what Dope stands for, it's a military term, mm -hmm. data on previous engagement. Yes. So at Dope, we've adopted that term. I, you know, we kind of started the company because I say the word Dope 17 times in every sentence yes. that I say. Yes. Catchy word. It's, it's actually fascinating. Dope is one of the longest slang terms that mm -hmm. has lasted in the English language. A while ago, P-H-A-T. You're right. I was trying to think of slang right now. And dope, I say dope all the time. And the meanings have changed a little bit, you True. know, like what, but like when you think about something being dope, and you go back to like late 80s, yes. early 90s. Yes. I, I always that's think about dope. like the MTV yes. logo begging, like that's yeah. dope. <laughs> it's just stayed tried and true. And like, you know, I, I like to say like, we don't have it all figured out. None yeah. of us in life, but yeah. we, we all have our moments. Yeah. And with dope, we just kind of got it right. It really encompasses, empowers the branding, who we are, what we do, but also we're a data company. Mm. We help businesses make decisions off things that are already happening well in their business. I'm going to be excited to get into that. And sorry, when you were talking about dope, it reminded me of the word gnarly. <laughs> right? Gnarly changed. Gnarly changed. <laughs> it um, used to be it used fat. To be. <laughs> what was like another one, like chill. You could go on and on, but nothing has really stayed. Yeah. Like dope has. Dope is good. Yeah. Dope is good. So, we're, we'll get into all that stuff in future episodes, but we're doing a podcast for a reason. You're doing a podcast for a reason. Yeah. And the reason is basically like you were inspired to be like, it's time to let a lot of this information out. Absolutely. You We're going to get into some of your past, which is not amazing, yeah. uh, which is great. It's human. And Absolutely. I think I think everyone's going to love it. It got into business. It got into businesses. And here we are. But like, why are you at a point right now where you're like, I got to share all this. And what do you want people to get? I feel like it's getting to the point where like, I have a saying in life, you have to fill your own cup 
mm. before you can fill others' cups. Mm-hmm. And right now, the transformational journey that I've kind of been on in my life over the past 18 months, my cup's overflowing. I got to share this stuff. Oh, man. I got to get it out. Yep. I got to get it in front of people. You know, I've, I've been doing public speaking, presentations, you know, the talking head guru stuff on the internet for almost 10 years now, just taking advantage. And I turned 38 years old this year, right when Facebook was coming out and getting big mm-hmm. is like right time, right place yeah. for me. And I've just been doing content for a while, but I've never taken it to the point where like, you know, in life we have our disciplines, mm-hmm. the things that we have to do to keep us on track, the things yeah. that we're doing, you know, I'm, I'm very big on, on discipline, yeah. on certain, on certain aspects of life. And when I look at like the discipline of staying tried and true, it's one thing to say, hey, I'm going to do a podcast episode and mm-hmm. maybe, you know, it fizzles out. My man, Jesse Itzler, mm-hmm. rattled off a stat the other day about how like, what is it? You probably know this better than me being the podcast guy, mm-hmm. Rich. Like how many podcasts get started and only go one episode? The majority. Like the majority. it's like 95% or something like the, that. If you look at the- It's high 90s percent yep. of pod fade, which people who don't even make it to uh, six. There we go. Or seven. I knew there was a, a better stat it's, than what I knew. It's but insane. What I get at is like, why did I choose to do this now? Mm-hmm. I'm in a place mm-hmm. where I've made the commitment and the discipline that like, I just want to be able to share. I've gotten to a point in my life where like, my journey's not over. We're, yeah. we're just getting started. But I believe that one of the responsibilities that I take really seriously is like, the empowering of others, the sharing with others. Like you can do it your way. And if you work hard and you're a good person and you tell the truth and you're not a piece of shit, you can literally get anywhere that you want to get in life. So let me ask though. So what prevented you before this? Like, was it just being consumed by entrepreneurship? You know how some people are scared to share, right? Like, oh, like I don't want to share all my business lessons. I just need to, I just need to crush it. But I do believe there's just a point where all the problems that you're acutely familiar with, you're like, I have to give the solve to all these people. Like what changed? I think for me, it became a point of like, I always have struggled relating to imposter syndrome when people talk about that. Like, hey, I'm I'm not here yet, but I want to talk about it. I want to go through it. For me, it's like, I was looking back on some of my notes. I'm big on like journaling and going back <laughs> on my thoughts. And like, I found something from January of this year mm-hmm. and January of last year. Mm-hmm. And both on the top of that list were like starting a podcast oh, and okay. launching it. Yeah. And it just like, I wasn't to a place yet where I felt like I wanted to be in the seat of the leader Mm. that I wanted to be sharing about. And now that like, you know, I've made, I'm really proud of some of like the the life changes and the transformational changes that I've made recently, like the past 12, 18, 24 months. Mm -hmm. And it just got to a point with me. I think the best thing I could say, Rich, is like my cup was starting to overflow and I needed to get in front of people. When some of these changes happen or do you notice... I think this is going to be important for listeners and we'll talk about what they could expect in a second, but are the personal changes what inspire the business changes or is it vice versa? So I think about this a lot when I'm running mm-hmm. the the journey. So I got into like being a, a, a relatively avid runner yeah. over the past year and a half. And when I think about when I'm running the same disciplines that go into like personal business, but also being like an athlete for me is a mm-hmm. big thing of like, you're going to do something, you're going to commit to doing something. Mm-hmm. And like, it's never really done yeah. because it's always a journey. You can always get better. There's you no can always lines. be on this path. There's no finish line. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like, it takes it back to the discipline. 100%. And so for me, it's like, when I think about, 
you know, the relation of, of a personal journey. Like for me, it was, it was getting sober from alcohol, stopping some of the other like bad, like diet habits, just like things of like dialing in because it opens up new doors. Mm -hmm. You expose yourself to new things. Mm -hmm. And I look at that in my personal life. I look how it relates to my business life. The time that I spend with myself in the morning on my disciplines, my routines, my stuff like that, the things that I do in my personal life affect the things in my business life. Because as a business owner, we put ourselves in the position where like, there are a lot of people during the day that are affected by 100%. our well-being, yes. our decision-making, our communication, our reactiveness. And so when I think about the correlation between like some of the journeys in the personal life, the journeys in the business life, you look at like the statistics around billionaires. There's only a couple hundred billionaires in the world. Mm-hmm. And you look at like the different bad habits that people acquire because they hit this point of success yes. that it's like they're not doing enough. And I'm not saying this about everyone, but it's like, mm-hmm. A lot of times when you you confuse success with working hard or you confuse success with the grind mm-hmm. or the getting after it. For me, when I truly started uncovering like what were my real motivations mm-hmm. in life and business, some of the decisions I was making personally were affecting my business life, were affecting my parenting, were affecting my marriage. And it was like, I just wasn't in a spot before I was open enough to share this stuff. It goes back to the imposter syndrome where it was like, I always want to do some work before I can talk about it. I don't want to do something for a day and be like, oh, I'm on this new journey. It's like, I want to prove to myself that I've committed to something so then I can go through a journey. And I think the beauty of where we're at with technology with this day and age is like, you can share that journey with people. It's a lot of my motivation again around like why I wanted to get into the podcast because it's one thing to have, you know, discussions around business and the stuff you can learn through experience or through school or through, maybe your parent was a business owner or someone, one of your friends, something like that. It's another thing where like you can correlate the personal journey yes. with the business journey and look at the end destination. The end destination, we all we all hear these cliches around like, you know, oh, when I get here or when this happens or I'll be happy when, but then you hear the people that made it and they'll all tell you like, get rid of that, that mm-hmm. thinking, that stinking thinking, like that's never it. Mm-hmm. If you're not full at your core, mm-hmm. if your glass isn't full, then how can you contribute to anything else in life? Joe, our man over there was just, we were talking about that on the way over here. It's like, you can't love other people unless like you're loving yourself or you can't serve other people unless you're serving yourself first. And obviously like, you know, there's a lot of spiritual stuff that we talked about as well, but that's huge, man. So I'm excited. So look, let's tell people real quick what they could expect. Like, what are some of the things that people are going to be listening to at the end of an episode? What do you want people to kind of feel? What can listeners expect if they're listening to this show for the first time? Listeners can expect raw, real, honest, open, transparent communication. When you think about like what makes you trust someone, mm. when someone's being themselves so transparently that you're like, I, they're like that when I'm with them, they're like that with their parents, they're like that with their priests, they're like that with their family, they're mm-hmm. like that with, I want to give and bring just raw transparency and raw dialogue. I've been told a lot in my life, like, I don't really have a filter. Mm-hmm. I say what's on my mind. Mm-hmm. And what I haven't realized is like, we all have our journeys, mm-hmm. you know, whether you grew up in a terrible neighborhood, abusive household, or the other end of the spectrum, Silver Spoon, whatever, Ivy League school, doesn't matter. We all have our journey. Oh yeah. We all have our path and our path got us to where we're at today. And it's our decision of like, 
what work are we going to put in? What things are we going to focus on? How mm-hmm. are we going to improve? So what I want to share with our listeners and our viewers, my journey, mm-hmm. my path, mm-hmm. but then also talk to smart, intelligent people that I find interesting yes. that I want to bring in my friends, my colleagues, people that I work with, and just have very open dialogue around business, yeah. around life, around parenting, around wellness. The things that I find interesting, I want to share them with the world. Yeah. And so this gives me an opportunity or a platform to bring people around that I take seriously, yeah. that I love, that I care about, and just share some beautiful, meaningful conversations. I think we're at a point I really believe we're at a point, and I don't want to say society or culture, but I believe that is what it is, is it all merges together. Like you cannot put work in a bucket and you can't put family in a bucket. You cannot put your physical health in a bucket. Like it all blends together. And I think that's something that was different back in the day. It's like, it's just that grind, that whole, like the American dream or whatever that is. It's just not the same thing. We as a society evolve, we as people evolve. And I think when we use that analogy, those filling of those buckets, it's realizing where you got to be hydrated, Mm -hmm. where you got to (laughs) look, where you got to look at these different things, what buckets you can pour into. Yes. Because you got to have even levels, but at the same time, like back to our cliches, a rising tide floats all boats. For sure. So check it. We are going to go into episode two here in a little bit, and we're going to be talking about your early life. Yeah. This is going to be a dope conversation. This is going to be a real conversation. If you're listening right now, do not get onto Instagram or anything else. Go to the next episode because it's about to get crazy in here. I'm excited to share.